Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We talk animated shows and movies here, especially Miraculous Ladybug and The Owl House. Find everything about us at OverlyAnimated.com. I'm your host, Dylan Heisen, and today I'm joined by Michelle Ender. Hello. And Alex Bonilla. Hey. Today, we are doing a special uh, activity. And, uh, <laughs> a special activity. Special podcast. We are a, a, doing a dual combined ranking of Owl House and Amphibia top 10 episodes. Not together, but we will be going through our top 10 Owl House episodes, followed by our top 10 Amphibia, amphibia episodes. As a uh, capper to what was an exciting spring of uh, both shows airing at once. And um, Amphibia is now finished airing Owl House, just pending the specials. So uh, we thought that this would be a fun way to go through some of our favorite uh, episodes, some of our favorite parts of each of the shows. I believe this idea is suggested by Stephen LP at some point in our Discord. And uh, probably you will be seeing these as a combined podcast, but maybe there'll be two podcasts. We'll see how long it goes. Uh, TBD. TBD. But yes, we each we each have are coming in with our lists. We have a top 10 list for Owl House episodes and a top 10 Amphibia episode list. Very exciting. We don't get to hear Alex that much on Owl House. You don't get to hear myself very much on Amphibia. We'll get a lot of different opinions here on each show. Um, and we're going to go through our list kind of 10, 10, 10. You'll, you'll, you'll see the format as we start going. Um, but yeah, you can check out all the podcasts we did on both these shows at overlyanimated.com. As mentioned, we had finale coverage for both. Um, we'll see if those finales end up on our list. Mm. One would think uh, they will. So, well, if they're, we're go- if they're good, we would think that. If they're terrible, <laughs> then don't even try it. Okay, mm. don't even try it. Bad finales. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Don't know if there's a bad finale here, but we'll see. We'll get some different opinions. So uh, if you will just want to listen to, you can check all the timestamps if they're there in the podcast description for when each show starts. Um, but we're going to get into Owl House first. Um, and then we'll talk about Amphibia. There'll be spoilers for both shows the uh, the entirety up until now when we talk about them. Um, and uh, yeah, if you just watch Owl House and checked out Amphibia, you could stick around, hear us talk about it. Maybe you want to go watch the show after that. Kind of the... Uh, one of the ideas there. So let's uh, start to get into our Owl House list. Um, I have some criteria to go over, just so full disclosure, uh, about uh, what we were ranking based on. Um, this is more relevant for the Amphibia list, but each episode is a is a segment with a unique title, and finale episodes don't go together. So for the Owl House, you know, there's two-part finales, ranked separately. Um and uh, other than that, every Owl House 30 Minute is is its own episode. So I think that that's pretty clear. We're ranking, uh, here's what I said. We're ranking our top 10 episodes, whatever that means to you. It could be what you think are the best 10 episodes, your favorite 10, or any combination of the two. Um, and I want to emphasize these are just for fun, these lists. No lists are wrong. Uh, this is just our personal top 10. Whatever that means to you, and we'll hear what that means to you when we start going through each person's list. So think without further ado the only caveat for the owl house list being that if you're listening to this in the future we have not seen the three specials yet that have come out so this is a uh owl house seasons one and two ranking um and i think it would be hard to rank the specials compared to these episodes anyway considering they'll be Mm. twice as long but we don't really know we haven't seen them yet so when we get to amphibia you're gonna have to deal with that (laughs) yeah that's true that is true yeah so we'll we'll see if that uh affected our ranking for for amphibia so 
Uh, we are going to start for each of our lists. So I believe we can go Michelle, Alex, myself, if that order is good. And uh, the first go around, we want to ask what uh, what was your criteria for your list and any any notable thoughts on how you how the process went in making it? And also, if you have any honorable mentions, you can say them now or we can save them for the end. So, Michelle, why don't you start us off with some information on your Owl House list? So I made a, a very like Dylan. I, I will say this for Dylan. He let this be very open in terms of criteria. <laughs> and initially I was like, do I do I want to try to rewatch all these? And then I realized, no, that's no, don't do that. <laughs> So I decided to rank these purely from memory, which obviously puts some of the older episodes at a disadvantage because it's been a minute since I've watched them. And also, I can't guarantee that I remember them 100% correctly for what happens in them. But if you guys remember them better, I think together, then we can make sense of it. Um, do I need any other thoughts? Is, is, is <laughs> this... <laughs> That's all you got. <laughs> I'm 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 curious Wait. if it's more of your your objective top ten or your favorite or a combination. I think it's a combination. Yeah. I think I try really hard to be like as objective as anyone can, but that's obviously impossible. So I tried to do both ones that I thought were like good at like setting up plot or good for character, or also just ones that I was just like, oh my god obsession like this was honestly harder for amphibia i think because there's just such a range of (laughs) things you can like but yeah it's a mix it's a mixture for sure but i don't feel bad i think it's a good list okay well well i mean i'm sure it's a good list so (laughs) we don't need to we don't need to counter that let's not say anything premature premature i mean how could there be a bad list (laughs) of of that okay so why don't you uh go into any honorable mentions and then your number 10 michelle do i want to see what they are do i want to leave it a secret no <laughs> i'll just say what they are i'll i'll leave the amphibian ones a secret but not these okay so honorable mentions i had four because i felt like that was a good number i, I mean it was infinite honorable mentions mm. besides the ones i ranked so i didn't want to go too far uh my first honorable mention was understanding willow which is season one episode mm. 15 overall uh, this is the one where they go in the, the, her mind and all the portraits, they jump around and it's kind of flirty and they blush and touch each other's hands <laughs> and maybe hug if I remember correctly. And I, but that, I mean, mostly I was just so excited for a Willow episode at that point. Cause I just, I loved her. She was such an underdog and it occurred to me really soon in the show that she was like insanely powerful and the show didn't really lead into that till season two. And I'm glad they're doing it more, but like, I just, I love that. And then like, yeah, all this subtle flirty, like blushy blush back when it was still kind of a mystery if they were ever going to get together. This was right before enchanting Grom. What if, so, what if Hunter went yeah. inside Willow's mind? Oh, God. he would be of. too afraid to go in any picture <laughs> he would be like i oh, can't he's, he's scarred, yeah. privacy yeah so okay. I, I like i like that one uh and then wing it like witches um which apparently is season one episode 17 and i'm totally blinking on what happens in this episode. i think it's the one where it's the the grudge one 
Yeah, it, like Basha's there, and Luz wants to fight Basha, I think for being mean to Willow also. And mm-hmm. I don't even remember if they do well, but I remember the, the scoop of... Yeah, uh, I mean, it, oh, oh, wow, sports. I mean, what was, else do you need? It was amazing. Yeah, oh, wow, sports, iconic. And also, like, kind of Willow's involved, too. So, that's, so again, there's a pattern, sapphic, burgeoning love, and Willow in the honorable mentions. And then the third one was knock, knock, knocking on Hootie's door. Season oh. two, episode 27 overall. I like as an entire episode, I like wasn't I was like, okay, but then like Hootie like freaking swooping in and and like making Lumity happen single-handedly was like the most amazing thing the show's ever done. And I don't think that's radical to say. That was phenomenal. Good job, Hootie. And so it needed to be mentioned. I thought this would be your top 10 Hootie episodes, so that's already an upset. <laughs> See, like, I really love Hootie, but I forget exactly what he does in certain episodes if I don't rewatch them. So this this is a strong Hootie memory, so I could at least put it somewhere. Okay. And then the last one on my honorable mentions was Them's the Breaks Kid, season two, episode, wait, 34 overall? Oh, <laughs> that's a lot. That's pretty high. <laughs> um, I forget how many there are at this point. At least 34. Um, this is the flashback, right? This is a flashback for Ida and Rain, kind of like how they meet each other. And I just, oh my God, like their meeting is so cute. Like Rain looks amazing. Like them getting to know each other. And you're just like, you see like where it all started and where they came from. And like the fact that like Rain freaking transferred schools to like have a friend that they're eventually going to like fall in love with and maybe smooch later like that. I'm so glad that that episode was made. So that that's my honorable mentions list. Okay. Good, good honorable mentions list. We'll see if these appear in uh, me or Alex's list. What is your mm-hmm. number 10? Number 10 is convention season one, episode five. I thought this was a good one for a 10 because it's like the first time like, I know Luz and Abby meet in the Abomination episode, which is probably, like, episode two or three. But this is the first one where they have, like, a deep conversation. And, like, I think, like, Amity, like, starts to realize that Luz isn't just, like, this garbage loser <laughs> person. And there's a lot going on, and she's trying really hard to learn magic. And, like, Amity can respect the hustle because she hustles every day of her life under her mother's watchful eye. And also, Lilith is introducing that episode it's just like what like Ida has a sister and she's like really cool and she's ahead of the coven that seems like a conflict and they have a really good fight sequence so that's why it's number 10 okay that's a good choice convention's also one of my honorable mentions or no Ooh. that was your number 10 that is one of yeah. my honorable mentions yes so nice. I'll say that Alex any thoughts or time to go into your list uh, I'm gonna go into my list because uh, my, well, so first, let me co- go through my criteria yes. uh, here. Of, like a similar thing of uh, I'm doing a little bit of objectiveness of how it fits into the story, but also how much I enjoyed actually watching the episode myself. Mm. Um, the things I'm rooting for to happen, uh, the, the the that does affect my list, and I think that's how I usually approach rankings anyway. Like I know I'm not smart enough to do a just objective ranking that it feels <laughs> unqualified, but I can insert some of my stuff that I like into it, and that feels more right to rank episodes by. Um, and in terms of honorable mentions, I will mention them as they come up in the ranking, but Covention was my number 11. It just 
dismissed. Oh. Uh, Ooh, Sam you ranked Page. eleven. You ranked so, your honorable mentions. It's so organized. Oh, I, I guess the 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 way I I, I I approached the rankings, I went through all the episodes and I did a cut down to twenty five of like the episodes that I know I liked, and then from there I rewatched the ones that were in like the five to fifteen range to see like uh, okay, do I remember? Do I like like these enough? And so like from there, I like moved my rankings around a little bit. So I, I rewatched, rewatched a couple of episodes, but this was based on an initial cut down. And uh, yeah, very strategic. Yeah. And, and Covention was like right on the line where it's like I, I, I do love the, the loose amity like that. That feels like the first one of the first steps of Lumity. And also the Ida and Lilith fight is obviously pretty cool. Uh, one of like the early moments of like, oh, like the animation, this is so, is so nice to see them like sh- uh, shoot magic at each other. So convention, very, very good episode. Just missed. Uh, my number 10 uh, in this list is O Titan, Where Art Thou? Um, the, the third to last episode of the second season. Um, this is probably my favorite one of my favorite King episodes. Um, this is King, like, you know, wandering off with Steve into the wild as he, like, figures out his, his business with how, how he's a Titan and trying to come to terms with his life up to that point. So I think that that, the, uh, that side of the episode has, like, a lot of quiet moments and a lot of uh, fun moments and also, like, gives King a nice uh, character um, a character focus there. And on, on the Luce and uh, Ida side... It, it's uh, very angsty, you know. <laughs> Edith's trying to protect Luz, and Luz figures it figures out that Edith's trying to send her away, and Luz is very angry at Edith. And I, I live for that kind of, <laughs> um, you know, in, like uh, f- fighting between two characters that you love. Uh, so uh, I think that both si- both A and B plot of that episode were were very good, and it was a it was a nice uh, way to ease you into the finale of the season because also in the background you're you know, getting the the plans to uh to handle the 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 draining spell and uh, you know the it, Ida and not really having a plan then at the end you figure out that there is a plan going on that uh, people higher up than them so Otai where art thou is my number 10 here okay that's an interesting selection uh a lot of variety already <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, no, I remember. I remember that one. That just happened. So that's good. Uh, are you a big Steve Stan, Alex? Um, this episode got me there. Uh, the previous episodes, like, I, I, I mean, know it's not really were... a thing. And... We well, didn't know he was cute before that episode. <laughs> that changes everything. <laughs> that That is true. That may have affected my view. No, Steve's always been popular with the fandom, I think, but I, I just didn't get on board until here. Yeah. I understand this. Okay, nice. Uh, so there you go. Um, I should say, since I just remembered, you can find our list in the podcast description. Uh, I probably should have said that at the beginning, but there will be spoilers there for the whole thing, so beware. Okay. Um, my Owl House uh, top 10. Um, this is my attempt, kind of, to rank the 10 best episodes, but mm. I am certainly biased in favor of certain things, so I'm not going to... I wonder which that. thing. Yeah, I wonder. Yeah, we'll see. Um, <laughs> but... Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, in general, if you've been listening to this podcast for a long time, I care much less about objectivity, objective rankings than I used to. So I don't, I am not even attempting that anymore. You're setting yourself free. Good for you, Dylan. Yes, yeah. yeah. Uh, to join the club. Yeah, I mean, it's it's been a, it's been a minute since that. So uh, uh, ranking stuff is just for for fun now. But uh, Owl House, my comment on Owl House, compa- I mean, especially compared to Amphibia. But uh, there's only 40 episodes here. Mm-hmm. I, I went through all of them, and not I didn't rewatch, but I you know I watched a lot for the podcast, especially the the season two. Um, I kind of 
this I, just like Alex, I cut it off at around like 23 or something. And um, honestly, you could go up to like 30. And I think all of those are valid for your top 10. So my take on Owl House is uh, they th- this list could be anything. Honestly, I have a lot of honorable mentions. So I'll save them for after I'll mention them if they come up. But uh, I think Owl House is very consistently very good. Um, so especially season two, the end of season one, there's so many things that could have been in the top 10. And honestly, I don't even think the top of the lists are that, uh, set in stone. I wouldn't be surprised mm. if my number one or two were not even on people's lists. Like, I think it's, it's very fluid. I'm, so I think more like top 10 worthy episodes in almost any show and more kind of dynamicness in these lists. So it's kind of a fun one to rank, but really I could do anything for number 10 on, I, I, settled here i'm tempted to switch it but we we haven't mentioned this episode yet i'm sure it will come up mm-hmm. on others lists i mm-hmm. think it will be high on some people's list but mm-hmm. my number 10 is yesterday's lie which is the mid-season oh. two finale so i i connect with like personally like less things in yesterday's lie than other episodes maybe why it's at number 10 i was tempted to leave it off but then i remember the rain scene at the end and it's one of the best scenes of the show and I can't leave it off the list. So I just think this is such, it's the one on Earth with uh, Mom and uh, uh, I should probably remember all the Earth stuff since that's well, going to be relevant. She, she, so. she uh, uh, this when the, the chancla happens, right? Is <laughs> yeah, that that's a, the number yeah, one thing to that's remember. That's a big point. And yeah. then, and then um, oh God, I keep forgetting if it's V or Vi. V, V, V. Yeah, v? Yeah. V's adorable yeah. and she's a cute slug. And yeah. she's there too. So I, yeah, these yeah, I, I it's 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 very good. It's just very high quality emotional episode. I I really love the ending. So I think this is uh, definitely one of the highest quality Owl House episodes. Um, I, and that's a good example. I could see this being number one on someone's list or like not even make it. So mm. I think that's interesting. This is also in my honorable mentions. I I, I think that uh mom uh, obviously you're you're looking to for more loose and mom interactions, not having had much of it in in the show so far, and that. That part's very affecting uh, the 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 main antagonist guy is bleh that i think that's the only part it doesn't really hit <laughs> my top 10 but like v, uh, v is great too and um, this uh, and uh, obviously the emotional uh separation at the end of loose and mom is very effective so it, it's it's a solid episode for sure nice okay uh michelle let's get to your number nine <laughs> I would I would genuinely be surprised if this wasn't on both of your lists. But if it's not, then we can talk about how interesting it is and how wrong you are. No, just kidding. Uh, my number nine is uh, season one, episode sixteen, Enchanting Grom Fright. Uh, this episode was fantastic for several reasons. One, Luce's freaking Grom outfit is like the most like disaster like bisexual like how do i like be a interesting idea of like a tutu lady but also like a cute man at the same time it came together like kind of nice and i think that's what Andy said she's like well that's uh, different but it works for you <laughs> but i mean Honestly, for me, it's like, a, you know, like the freaking crumpled piece of paper when she throws it and reveals like Luz's name. It's like so huge. The dance sequence was so lovingly done. I, I think that's some of the best animation we've seen overall, honestly, in the whole show still. And that was season one. That was like mid-season one. 
And it's just, it's very, it's really nice when you're watching a show and you have, like, inklings it might be queer. And it's just like, ba-bam. And the sooner that happens, the the more rewarding the old, the overall journey of the show, I would say. So that was one of the things that I think, especially for Owl House, that <laughs> has been very nice. So that that is my number nine. Okay. I assume we'll have more comments later. Uh, I assume so. Yeah. Strong uh, selection so far. Alex, you're number nine. Uh, number nine. This is where I have understanding Willow. I I, I really I, I really like this, this episode. Um, uh, well, like uh, Michelle mentioned earlier, you got some good uh, early Amity loose interaction here, and also like you get the Amity Willow uh, um, dynamic uh, more uh, closely looked at here for the first time, and you know seeing that uh, arc of uh, at the beginning of the episode, Am- Amity and Willow are you know not not non-sympathetical at all and that over the course of time you get to understand why and you get amity's po- point of view and willow seeing that and at the end of the episode is then at a cl- at a better understanding of each other and also like all this in the framing of like going into someone's mind episode like those are always uh, pretty much always work on me of like you know this is a unique way of like getting getting a, a good picture of what a certain character's deal is and why they are the way they are. So uh, understanding Willow is a, is a pretty is a very good episode. So I, that that this is where I'm putting it. Nice. I'm glad we have understanding Willow love here. Definitely the standout one. Um, I guess I, I I was going to mention this on uh, the when I was setting up my list, but I think I, I was try I, I was tempted to try to balance season two and season one in my list a little bit. Mm, okay. Um, I ended up going season two heavy for sure. I mean, um, I you're not yeah. you're not alone. <laughs> but I, I was t- I was tempted. Uh, but I ended, so I yesterday's life. I took it out. That's why it would have been because I wanted more season one representation. But there's so much good stuff in season two, including this episode, which you could switch out for an honorable mention. But it's one of my favorites, which is escaping expulsion, which is the Ooh. second episode of season two. Mm. Uh, Lumity uh, meet. Uh, Amity's parents, uh, great stuff in here. Um, I mean, um, you're hoping for Lumity follow up right away, and uh, it, it's really great. They have um, great scenes, uh, I think, throughout, but especially kind of towards the end, they're fighting the abomin abomaton, right? Stuff like that. Yeah. So, uh, lo- love this one. I mean, there's a lot of Lumity on my list, but uh, it starts here with uh, uh, one of the the highlights from what was a great season for for Lumity. One of the ones I would be, I would be more, more obscure selections, but we'll see. I, I like that about you. you. You, yeah, I wasn't expecting <laughs> that, but I, I see why you, you chose it now that you <laughs> explained it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, yeah, one it's of a the nice one. Yeah, top five Lumity episodes. So yeah, I think that makes Ooh, the top ten overall. And yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I don't know if it makes top five. <laughs> we'll see. For we Lumity can we can count as we go down. I mean, yes. Yeah, for their relationship, I see that. There's some um, big ones, but then, uh, um, yeah, I, I've on a, I left some out too, so we'll see. But let's talk about Michelle's number eight. My number eight was from season one, episode eighteen overall, "Agony of a Witch." I believe this is the first of the two part finale. Mm-hmm. We can call it that. Um, I mean, what can I say? Sister betrayal revealed, like. Bellos is kind of just skulking around still until the second half, but that's not on this. This this episode was just mostly a battle of siblings 
And it, it, it ends in this very heart-wrenching way, and Luz kind of fails momentarily, which is, like, always nice. I love it when protagonists fail. It's a good life lesson. Learn it young, and then get better. Um, it's just, I don't know. It's We've been seeding the, like, who's in my dream? Who's the shadowy doorway person? And, and, and sometimes Ida will, like, call out to them in her dream state and be like, who are you? What's going on? And to reveal that it's her sister all along, that just, like, uh, that, like, it's such a, it, it makes so much sense. It's so satisfying because, yeah, Sibs can be real petty, and, but then instantly regret things and... Man, it's just very, it's very good. It's very fraught. And that's fun stuff right there. So that's why it's my number eight. Nice. Some heavy hitters going early on Michelle's list. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I was like, I, I got to get through season get, one so I can talk about season two. Get them in. I can either watch on my honorable mentions. Uh, just the, the fight scene. Uh, I love the fight. The fight was, was just, one of the best scenes of the show. So. so fun to watch. And I was like, yeah, everything gets wrapped up the next ep, but like the fight's not in the next ep. It's here. Yeah. And the betrayal is here. I know some people even prefer this over the finale. So I, I do. That's me. Yep. You don't have the season one finale on your no. list? Okay, no. Okay. Interesting. No, this is where wow. fun. This wow. is where all this stuff like makes you freak out. And then that, that one is like, oh, okay. Luce got away. Ida didn't become a stone woman. Oh, that's nice. But like, this is where all the like the stress is. I like the stress more. Okay. Yeah. I mean, definitely, definitely a good one. Uh, we'll see if it's on Alex's list. Alex, what's your number eight? Uh, my number eight is um, I don't know if it's a cheat to put these back to back, but I put Hollow Mind here because it's like the follow off to <laughs> oh, Understanding Below, kind of. Wow. Um, In terms of brain like, walking yeah yeah exactly it's a, it's the similar framing device but this time you're going into Bellus's head and you got hunter along for the ride instead of uh loose um some very traumatic moments for hunter in here and i think they're executed pretty well and effectively and you also got loose also like kind of sh- shocked at like coming to terms with the fact that she is in a roundabout way responsible for Bellows sort of getting up to this point and she's coming to Turns with that, it, it, the the horror imagery in this episode is top notch, uh, and, and yeah, just um, and Be- Be- uh, Bellows is uh, at close to peak villain here, and the way he talks to Luce, uh kind of like uh, doing a bit a big reveal, like you you made me this, or so like kind of like that. So, um, mind a, a lot of fun. And I think that uh, the the fact that they went back to this uh, frame, uh, framing device, and I, I think that it's sli- slightly better just because of how much even more traumatic it was this time around <laughs> than the first time. Yeah, on my honorable mentions, I mean, Grimwalkers uh, happened, so. Grimwalkers <laughs> happened, bam! Yeah, Even, you know, even if the rest of the episode was bad, it would still be worth it, but, but it's also a great episode. Thinking. Yeah, Hunter realizing he's not really a person, maybe. <laughs> so Excuse sad. you. Yeah, he is. He's just a clone. That's all. Mm-hmm. Clones are people, too. But I'll keep the Hunter train going here with my number eight, uh, which is hunt- Hunting Palisman, which is the uh, Hunter Lose Field Trip episode in season two. Mm. Huh. Uh, so... <laughs> This uh, stood out to me a lot on rewatch. I thought I think this is one of the best written episodes of the show. I think it's just so so solid. Hunter Lose interactions. The whole episode goes uh, really well together. Um, 
Uh, I mean, I love Hunter, but again, it's like I'm tempted to take this out for like another Lumity episode or something. But I just think this one's so good. Um, I gotta, I gotta put it in here. Uh, got what Kiki Moore stuff going, Hand Dragon. Mm-hmm. Uh, hand Dragon's always, always nice when you got Hand Dragon in there, huh? Yeah, well, I love the Hand Dragon. <laughs> uh, but no, I, just, I, uh, this is yeah, one of the ones when I revisit, I was just like, yeah, this is just uh, so solid. So it's such good uh, character work in, in Hunting Palisman. Okay. Michelle, number seven. My number seven is us crossing over to the threshold of season two, which we we might. Were they all season one not. so far? Yeah. <laughs> oh, so you did season one, then season two. That was the no, format. It just happened that way. <laughs> oh, okay. I'll talk about this later, but there's a reason for that. Um, so the next number seven is season two, episode seven, which I wish I'd written what it was overall because I can't remember now. But it's Ida's Requiem. Woo! Mm-hmm. You you say, mm-hmm, but I mean, I mean, I think it's pretty obvious why. Maybe not everyone in the audience will agree, but like the hot, angsty adult backstory music. They want they're okay with dying together, but then they don't, and then Rain gets captured, and it's like, oh no, <laughs> what's gonna happen? I mean, it that sequence is obviously so beautiful, and I will be honest, like, but like, so I'm trying to remember, they were like bad, like Robin Hood people, right? Yeah. That's, yeah. What, that's their see, that wasn't that exciting, but as soon as the backstory started with this, like. <laughs> beautiful androgynous mystery person and then Ida had feelings about them and I was like oh my god hello what is this and it's just it, it picked up so much from there such an exciting ending like Everworth and Darius it's like mm, new baddies what are they gonna do I mean they're they're hot but like uh oh like all that stuff in the back half of the episode is just so high. I feel like that really brought it up for me. And like, I, this is one of my like favorite parts of the show. It's just like this adult angsty mess of a relationship, but like in the best way. You really want them to work it out if they don't die, you know. <laughs> That's why it's number die. seven. Yeah, because they <laughs> did die. This was also in my honorable mentions. Uh, wow, um, I, I really- none of us are very on the same page. This is very interesting. Yeah, but I, I really do like Ida's Requiem. On top of what you, uh, everything you said about Rain and Ida, which honestly is amazing in that episode, there's also like a, a little bit of King sprinkled in there too with like oh, I King, forgot trying, about King trying to... He's trying to tell Ida that he he wants to be like part of the family. Oh yeah, and she's sort of. afraid that he like wants to leave, and she's mm-hmm. dodging him. All oh, right, mm-hmm. that's true. And, and then that adds to the final to the final scene where like Ida's like, I have a family now. Like I can't yeah. be as reckless as I want to be for Rain. Mm-hmm. So like it, it, it ties into that ending to give it an extra boost of drama too. So I I think that that episode is uh, is very well t- tied together by the end, and it really it it does milk drama really well out of out of uh eat a situation along with rain nice uh good stuff that was michelle's number seven correct mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. yes so that means it's time for alex's number seven yeah um this is where i've got eclipse lake uh I really like uh, the Amity-centric sort of episode. Like, this is the one where Luce is kind of on the sidelines. Doesn't happen that much in this show. I don't know if this is the only one where, like, Luce is not really a part of it. But, like, uh, yeah, seeing seeing Amity, like, you know, uh, deal with her uh, potential. Or, oh, 
her her potential self doubt of uh, her status with Luce, and then Hunter using that to his advantage and like really preying on on, on Amity's uh, doubts. It's uh, you know that that's an interesting dynamic to come to, and obviously that uh, uh, ending fight scene between Hunter and Amity is also like very well well animated, and Amity is at her most uh, bat um, <laughs> at her at her at her most well. What's the word? That's not badass. Uh, At her uh, most Katara, you can just say that. <laughs> yeah, that's Katara Amity. Yeah, yeah, it's just re- really awesome to see that side of Amity co- uh, come out and for you know for loose. Uh, it, it's a it's a nice feeling. Um, yeah, so uh, Eclipse Lake is a very nice episode that that's really boosted by how how cool that ending is. Nice. I remembered that for some reason that the Alex is on the record is loving that episode. So I knew it was coming. So there you go. Uh, uh, <laughs> I didn't I, know I was on the record already. <laughs> you must have been on a podcast around there. But I, I, uh, I'm glad we have a Clips Lake representation. Eda's record neither on my list, but that's okay. They're both uh, both very good. With a lot of that's what I'm so many good Outlast episodes, right? They can mm-hmm. just not be on uh, even on an, and even on an honorable mention and still be totally uh, totally worthy. But my number seven is uh the aforementioned season one finale young blood old souls uh i will say uh a little rusty on this what happens in this episode (laughs) didn't uh rewatch uh but uh so i i just remember my my feelings about it i i felt invigorated by owl house's non-lumity aspects in a way that i hadn't before after this episode specifically i feel like the mythology starts here like Mm. for like in a real way uh, I think this episode kicks off a lot. I mean, I think we learned about the Covens. Maybe that was the previous one. Um, but we learned about the 50 years, the Bellows stuff. The, the Bellows lose face-off is great. Also, there's flashbacks in here, I believe, um, with uh, Ida Lilith. I think it's in this episode. I forget if it's this one or the previous one, honestly. I don't, I don't know either. <laughs> yeah, so a little, a little hazy, but I think there's just a lot of good content here. Only number seven, uh, in, in, you know, in some ways it could be an honorable mention, in some it could be an honorable mention. So it's, it, was, it was a good finale. I do think it's been eclipsed, uh, Lake, by uh, several season two episodes, which we'll get to, but uh, still a uh, very good uh, season one finale for that house. Eclipse, Laked. Yeah. Okay. I think we got it. Uh, Michelle, let's talk about your number six. Well, surprise, surprise, my number six is also Eclipse Lake. I should okay. say all it just, yeah, I, I ranked it a little higher. For me, like, yeah, I, I like all the Amity stuff, like Alex pointed out, like her struggling to figure out, like, how to be a good girlfriend because it's her first relationship and just, like, all that stuff's so good. But also, like, Hunter's, like, trying so hard to, like, do a good job. But he's so desperate to be useful to Bella. So it's so, like, we know at this point, like, that's so, like, twisted and sad. He's, like, helping for his own, like, replacement demise almost. The the backup that's going to come after him if he ever gets killed. And, like, ah, it's just, it's so good. I, I, I love seeing Amity and Hunter, like, have a moment. Because I wouldn't have anticipated we would get that. But I think it was handled really, really well. And, and they, you know, they're they're both trying to, like, stop each other and win. But they also kind of come to an agreement. And, like, Amity, like, gives him, from what, again, it's been, it's been a minute since I've watched this, what I remember. It's like she gives him a Titan's blood. One, because he, like, straight up threatens her and, like, loses safety. But also I think she, like, senses, like, his desperation to have something, like, anything he can bring back for Bellos. 
And she also knows that she has like the the blood goop seeping into her glove, so she's she's gonna be fine. But like I kind of like that too. It's a little like they're they kind of see something in each other, even though they're not like friends or anything yet. And I think that that was a cool note to end on. Also, Luce being like kind of like in this like high state off of like the mushrooms growing out of her head. Like that was just a cool idea of how to make someone sick in the demon realm. Like that was awesome. Very nice. More Eclipse Lake love. That's number six for Michelle. Alex, you're number six. My number six is uh, Clouds on the Horizon. Uh, This is the uh, next to last episode of season two. Um, It's probably most well known for being the Lumity Kiss. Uh, You know, that that moment of uh, her, of Luce coming up to the balcony and their Amity jumping into Luce's arms. Uh, And then the the, the kiss and Luce's awkward reaction. It It was all like such i remember i i remember squ- uh, squealing <laughs> oh, i was gonna say i knew you like this makes sense that you have that high yeah, yeah but, you but, were but excited michelle, michelle was there for when that that happened and <laughs> um but uh, and surrounding that episode too like you got uh it's like all the build up to the season two finale and you got like um amity standing up to uh, her her mom and uh, um and also Amity's dad finally like sw- switching sides there, and of course you got the the dramatic ending where they figure out that Luz uh, was uh, using an illusion to get, uh, break away and go uh, f- uh, confront Bell- Bellos on, on her own. Um, so it, it's just a very uh, dramatic, very dramatic episode. Very good setup to the to the finale. I, I uh, but yeah, L- L- Lumity clouds my judgment here, and <laughs> that helps uh, to get really high. <laughs> Yes, clouds on the horizon. It's your judgment. Okay. Uh, wow. Oh, okay. <laughs> I think we're I do the second one I've done. Come on, me and I. I'm glad looking, you shot your shot. That was very good. Making <laughs> episode puns. Look, if Owl House has such terrible episode titles, then I'm going to make uh, puns with them. Okay. Wow. <laughs> Okay, there we go. I called it out. But uh, yes, we'll see if this appears on any of our lists as well, Glass mm-hmm. on the Horizon. So, but uh, we're getting my number six. We're into my heavy hitters now. Okay, oh boy. Um, I think the season one finale, too. My top seven, I feel like pretty solid. I could have changed out some other ones. But uh, uh, is this a good episode title? I don't think so. But uh, it's descriptive, <laughs> I guess. Uh, if mm. you, my number six is Follies at the Coven Day Parade. Which is season two, what episode eleven or is it twelve? Um, I will agree that is kind of a silly title when you bring it out like that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> episode. But you're also right; it is very descriptive. It's, it what is happens. what happens. Yeah, uh, we knew about this title for a long time. If you listen to the podcast regularly, you know I love this episode, so no surprise to see it high up on my list. I think this is the uh, the, be- the first time the plot threads converge in the outhouse in a super effective way. So I think this is some of the best storytelling in the show in this episode. Um, great Lumity. Ding. A um, lot of, lot of Ding. great contact there. Uh, and just uh, great stuff for every character. Uh, so I still think uh, even including probably the finale episodes, this is still the best one at combining all the show's plot threads. But the last two episodes uh, are would do a great job of that as well. So, um, yeah, I mean, I would I would uh, like Follies and Hunting Palisman. These are like ones I think of as some of the best written episodes of the show. I always uh, en- enjoy uh, the, those sorts. Um, so. Not expecting it to be on other lists, uh, but there's Follies at number six for me. 
Follies You're another just good different rain. like that, yeah. <laughs> Follies is another good Rain Eda episode too. I mean that that that, co- that confrontation they have in the alley is uh it's so painful at the time. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Uh, but our top five is here. So, oh. um, I don't know what's in Michelle's top five, honestly. Oh, all the good ones. <laughs> Ooh, both season two finale episodes, I guess. So there you go. Yeah. Oh. Let's see your number five, Michelle. (laughs) I'm so excited. My number five is season two, episode 12. Uh, That's not overall because it would be like 40 or something. I don't know. There's a lot of episodes. We don't need to know. It's fine. It's fine. Elsewhere and elsewhere. And man, I love this episode. Oh, my God. Like. I just felt like the the more like we were getting like tidbits about like Grimwalkers and like Bellas and like what is his deal? What does he really want? Is he a religious weirdo? Like, does he really just want to go home? Like, it seems like he has a brother. Like, what's up with that? Like, this backstory up was so good. Pairing up Lilith with like as a like her like embracing her nerd self with Luce is so good. Like. All this subtle, like, just him being, like, a young boy psychopath, like, in the past is so good. Like, Lilith punching him in the face, and that's, like, a scar he has kept this whole time, even though he's been using, like, a million palisman souls to keep his body normal, and he still has that nose scar from Lilith is so good. Like, there's so many things about this that are just, like... Like, totally my cup of tea, and I just freaking love it. And I'll say, like, this is the episode that led to probably, like, one of the best podcasts I ever got to do on here. What was, what was so memorable from one. it? it? Wait, the episode of the podcast? The podcast. It, That's what I'm it concerned crazy. about. Like, I know 90% of those theories we came up with were, like, not ending up to be true. Oh, is that the one where we said, t- yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. That's the one where we were, like... They're going to destroy the Titan Bones and kill everyone because Philip is that petty and he wants, like, he. that's how he wants to get rid of magic. Yeah, that was a lot. But it was very, very fun to do. And this episode made it all possible. And that was, I mean, it's just, it's so good. I love it. Yeah, for the record, in that podcast, I'm looking at the timestamps. We talked about, are the Clawthorns related to Philip's yeah. brother? Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. So that's uh, mm-hmm. still on the table. So we, not all of our theories were wrong. <laughs> Still on the table <laughs> in this late stage of the game of the show. Yeah, I mean, we know uh, the you know we know Caleb had uh, kids. Probably we just don't know if they're the Clawthorns. That's where we're at with that. Oh God, yeah. I still can't handle that being so like small, insular, worldy. That would be literally insane. But we'll see. We'll definitely. I think we'll definitely find out whether or not it is true. In the specials. Okay, I, I know Hollow Mind's coming up for Michelle now. Mentioned <laughs> so I figured that out. Okay. <laughs> uh, nice. Well, a lot of uh, continuing different picks. So that's definitely a fun one. Alex, you're number five. Uh, so this is where I have Young Blood Old Souls, the season one finale. Um, I think it's a pretty... Uh, it's, it's, uh, uh, it's a pretty good... Um, connection of a a lot of plot threads in that season i do think that this is the finale is where you get lila's side of the of the eda cursing backstory Mm -hmm. and like talking about uh talking about how like she uh 
they they both wanted to get into the coven and like her 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 trying to reason it out and Luce not quite having it but like she she really wants to help Edith is like fine I'll accept your help and stuff uh, and then you get you get like the Luce Bellows uh, confrontation and like Luce uh, you know somehow uh, figuring out a way to get 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 Edith out like I'm I'm hazy on the details there too but like I do remember really liking how how that season ended so like uh, even though like it it, it is it, it is weird and uh, based on upcoming episodes on my list I'll, I'll get into some other things related to this but uh related to the finale but uh yeah i mean i i do think that there are still a lot of good moments in that even if maybe it's surpassed by some other uh adjacent episodes nice yeah i'm glad we're showing the season one finale love it is not forgotten there you go uh young blood also's and my number five is its counterparts uh king's tide the season two finale i will be the first on the board with king's tide uh so look number five that's pretty (laughs) high guys that's pretty high i like how you start with so look i'm about to why are we why are we why are we looking at me (laughs) five is high okay it's i mean go i get i'm the lowest on it okay no um it's it's look i we just talked about it there's some really good moments in king's tide um it's uh like I, I've, I'm, I said, I, I love the the Eden Rain content, the Eda mostly the content. Uh, the last ten minutes, it's great. I will say, I think my grade for King's Tide right now is incomplete. Uh, I don't know where to rank ah, this. This was the hardest what? one, so it's at number five. Look, I need more Bellow stuff. I know I maybe don't we really, all, Dylan? Don't I maybe, we all need more? <laughs> maybe Bellos, just you and me, Michelle. No. I don't know. I think fans are are done based on he's, comments. He's I've seen. alive as a, a goop. I Little mean, goop, that's yeah. something. Uh, I I I talked about this. I still feel the same way. I really need the Bellows lore to be completed, and I don't want to blame the the. And it's hard to know where to place like annoyance in like is is it the episode? Is it the season? Is it the show? I mean, uh, I think it'll be resolved. I think most of this Bellows stuff is going to be resolved. I think it's the fault of Disney for cutting the show short. They shifted things around. I know since we podcasted on the the finale, I saw Dana C on uh, the Instagram live thing that. they, I, my interpretation was they moved the collector stuff up into the season two finale in response to the shortening of the show. So, like, I think that displaces Bellos. That's my theory. Um, so I, I, I think if everything that I need to know about Bellos is resolved in the specials, I, King's Tide can only move up from here, you know? Like, five is its floor. It's, it's so good that even though I'm super annoyed that it didn't resolve the Bellos stuff, it's still at number five. But we'll see. You know, I think it's hard to, to grade the finale to a certain extent because it really is a lead into what's to come in the specials with the collector and everything. So let's see. But I know we'll hear more on King's Tide. So I mean, you don't, you don't know that. I don't know. <laughs> you, but can, you can guess. I like think that. you guys would have at least mentioned it as an honorable mention if it wasn't coming up here. You know, that's my guess. Interesting. Michelle, you're number four. <laughs> My my number four is season two, episode thirteen. Any sport in a storm? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm <laughs> human. I, I you know. But also, I think like the thing with ranking season two, like the reason so many of them ended up being higher is because like it a, a lot of the back half of season two, especially, it builds on all these characters and all this plot. 
in the whole world and makes like interesting decisions that pay off because of the groundwork in season one. Right. But I mean, that's the thing. It it leads to more interesting episodes that pair characters together in a beautiful way. That is very fun. So yes, it's Huntlow's first official ep. It's the first thing I wrote down about it. And it matters (laughs) a lot. Also, it's a Willow episode. We haven't freaking had a Willow episode since, like, Understanding Willow, probably. That was last season. So it was great to see her shine and be all sporty and cool and be the captain and and Hunter to figure out how to socialize with other people near his age. And, like, and then he, like, totally screws himself over, like, as soon as they become his friends and like him, he'd be like, cool, I liked you. Let's all join, like, the Hitler youth of our world. And then, like, they all hate him. And then, like, Darius is like, you dumb idiot. Like, ah, I hate you more now. And then he, like, realizes he was wrong when they're all in jail. And he's like, oh, no. And then he fixes it. And then Darius, like, respects him a little bit. And sews his patch thing on his cape. And, and he, he has a lot of respect for will and calls her captain and that's like that's when you know this ship's forever like oh my god i can't believe (laughs) this is their first episode and he's already doing stuff like that like it's so fun we get to spend time with characters we haven't seen in a long time like willow and gus and it's just it's very nice and it's it's i like that it's expanding more relationships outside of like i love loose i love ida i love amity but i also love not spending as much time with them sometimes for the sake of like the the show feeling more balanced in terms of characters doing cool things so that's why it's my number four i love it don't regret it hunt low forever <laughs> forever okay yeah not not shocking to, to see that yeah <laughs> The also, Hunter D- Darius um, dynamic is really fun. I, I wish the show had a little more time for it, but like that one episode of it was a nice dose. Also, yeah. he gives him like freaking Instagram at the end of it. Basically, <laughs> he's like, here's social media. You're 16. Go be a real teenager. And just like, oh, my God. Yes. So yeah. good. Yeah. Not on my list, but it's really fun. So I'm it glad it's, it's represented up on here. Alex, you're number four. Five? Four. 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 Now four. it's your number four. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm curious if uh, what, what reactions it's going to get. But uh, this is where I put a language and a warden. This is the first episode of the show. Mm. Like, I, I really like how the Owl House introduces you to the world. Like, it, that, that episode, like, is obviously starting with, like, setting the groundwork of, okay, Luce, like, feels very alone in the, in the mm. human world. Like, doesn't have a, a place right now. Like, kind of figuring. Obviously, young preteen. Then gets thrown into this, like, horror world of, like, monsters with... That have with wings and mouths with pointy teeth, and like you get your introduction to Ida, you get your introduction to King, you get a, a pretty a basic story of uh, you know Ida using uh, Luz to get uh, to take something back. But then like over the t- over the course of the episode, you realize that they're in a similar position to Luz, and Luz like connects the dots. It's like okay, now I have people who are like me, and like I feel a little more pl- uh, like. Uh, more sense of belonging here. Like maybe I should like test this out. But I think like it, 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 it gives you a sense of the characters pretty quickly. It gives you a sense of the world pretty quickly, throwing you right in, and it gives you like a, a, um, 
a, a, a nice like bow and like okay like this is where everybody's head is at to begin the show so i, I in, just in terms of pilot episodes i think that the owl houses is one of the strongest that i've seen in a while and i think uh, given how how much the owl house does over the course of its show like it, it's hard to put it high when like a lot of episodes do other things but i do think just in terms of the work it's doing to set things up I, I felt like it deserved to at least make the top five it also has the iconic moment i believe that's the first episode when loose puts her hood on and goes meow meow and, and pokes yeah. her little cat ears <laughs> yeah. up like why don't they do that more often it's amazing it's an amazing <laughs> gag why not more often oh yeah um no i think that's a, a great call alex not on my list but like i agree alex owl house has one of the goat pilots of uh, any show we've talked about so i love it getting some some love on on our list we're all really blown away i remember from just from the first episode yeah Yeah. so my number four Mm, uh not expecting it on your guys's list but this is i'm a known lover of this episode uh keeping up appearances which is oh wow wow dylan season two episode four uh this is uh the ida's mom episode Mm. Um, this is another one of the episodes that I think is one of the best written episodes of the show. I was super floored by this one. This is my favorite Eid episode. Um, the generally just the work done with Ida's curse and the, uh, analogies, uh, to, uh, disability or chronic illness. I thought this episode and that plotline was the best thematic work the show has ever done. And I still think that. So I really love this one. I, I I just think it's really really good. I'm I'm glad it's here. I know we've kind of moved on to other things with Ida when Rin Rain came on, um. But uh, this culminated the Ida's curse stuff uh, really really well, and and a little a little bit in some uh, upcoming ones as well. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean when I'm when I'm looking at my top allies episodes, this one stands out. This is like wow, this this is uh really good in a lot of different ways than you know it's not like just lumity not like uh uh any other uh high high action or anything but uh i, I think this is good start to finish super solid uh and uh, amazing uh character and thematic work so there you go keeping up appearances those are good points that makes a lot of sense oh thank you i mean i, I just wish i remembered the episode better. <laughs> whatever you think you said i was like oh yeah that did happen that is a really good thing they they accomplish. Yeah, is that the episode where Ida goes into the mindscape and there's the Albies by the beach, or am I confusing it with a different? No, that's that's that might be store. a different. Oh, okay, that's, yeah. that's, that's, that's never mind. Yeah. But they they kind they kind of tie right into each other though. Yeah. So I mean that that is kind of the the topper to this. That's kind of the the conclusion to this episode. Topper. Is that is that a proper use of the topper? I don't know. I like no one's ever said that word. So that's a Michelle type word, honestly. Yeah. Okay. Uh, top three. Oh uh, boy! Now, now it's getting real. I mean, I I like this episode. <laughs> it feels real to me. I don't, I don't know if you're gonna agree. Uh, my number three what is, is season two, episode eighteen, Labyrinth Runners. Woo! Labyrinth. More Huntlow. <laughs> oh my God! Shut up! Oh, okay. <laughs> but also, guys. I mean. Again, like I feel like I, I, especially in season two, I'm gravitating towards the episodes that focus on like side characters who are like sort of the main cast, but they don't have like they don't spend as much time on them. And I feel like this was such a good call. Like Gus has had other episodes, but this one just felt the most like 
personal deep dive into his whole deal, you know, at this point in his life. Like he he's a prodigy, he's young, like he he like wants to make friends with people, they keep using him. That's very hard. Also, his his power can kind of consume him in this like anxious sort of way where like if just like he's he's going too deep into other people's emotions and that's honestly like very terrifying and like trying to control that seems like like quite a task honestly and also like it kind of sets up the stuff that happens in the season two finale very nicely which is hugely important to the narrative so again i also love that for gus that he is contributing that much because he should be uh but also like the escalation of the coven stuff like the just like the way they just like straight up lie about it and they're just like forcing all these kids to get coven sigils it's just like it's so ramped up like it's it, like it's all coming to a head in the finale but like even at this point like you can feel how tense this stuff is in this world and like all the kids banding together at the end like it's very great and also very good hollow moment like he knows like hunter knows straight away that that's not the real willow in the hallway and i'm just like oh my god like the, this is really happening so that's great it's it's a it's a fabulous episode i love these relationships continue to develop this way and again like the more you flesh this out with the entire cast i feel like the more rewarding the whole show is so that's why i ranked it so high okay that's another fun one that's not on yeah, my list so there you go i like I fun it. stuff i like really sad <laughs> stuff but also really fun stuff yeah you like fun uh, stuff that's why hollow minds yeah. are number one you seem right? to like <laughs> I'm getting sense you like the ones that focus on the side characters a lot. Yeah, I like, think you've hit all of them. Well, because, yeah. like, especially Will, but also, like, Gus, like, because it's, like, it came so late, but it was really good, and the whole episode was, like, a really good balance of, like, multiple characters, and just, like, the decisions they were making were very exciting. It was just, like, it was a well-crafted episode on top of it being Gus, and it just, like, for... For all those things, like, just came together to this, like, really nice, like, I'm gonna rewatch the heck out of that no, I didn't before this, but like in the future, <laughs> I will. This would have been the time. Okay. Uh, we, clearly, we need more hot low in the specials. So oh, let's hope. Alex, you are number three. Um, this is where I got a- Agony of a Witch. Um, the That's the last episode of season one. Um, I'm in agreement that I think this episode is slightly better than the season one finale. Um yeah. There's a, uh, we mostly talked about already from when uh, other people <laughs> have mentioned their rankings. But yeah, like that that ending fight between uh, Lilith and Ida is just the best. And, you know, Luce being caught in the middle of it. That, the moment at the very end of the episode where King is in the cake and he's like, hey, where, where's Ida? And Luce is just on her knees. And uh, it's it's one of the. One of the hardest hitting endings uh, mm. to an episode uh, I can I can recall. Uh, it's uh, it, that 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 episode is is it it has a really high peak and then the the ending like is like slamming into a wall. So you, you know uh, what that is, good. Ox. You know why it's so sad at the end. Why? Because Hootie's sad, and that's when <laughs> got real. When Hootie it's looks true. upset, it's, it's right? True. Even Hootie, <laughs> even Hootie is miserable. That's how serious it is. Hootie is upset when he's captured in the. In the I was finale. so like. I shouldn't have brought I that was up. But, uh, so upset with him. How dare he get captured like that? What, Watch what, Michelle the... not rank the season two finale because of Hootie. <laughs> Negative yeah, five <laughs> capturing Hootie. <laughs> 
Yeah, anything else on, on that, Alex? No, I'm good. Yeah, definitely a good upside. I think a lot of people would be in agreement with you ranking it highly. Um, so there you go. That was your number three. I'm trying to remember what everyone has ranked or not ranked so far, but you guys haven't talked about the season two finale yet, so that's coming up. Uh, my number three has been mentioned. Um, it is Knock, Knock, Knocking on Hootie's Door. What? Okay, is it, it's not because of Hootie, I'm assuming, though. It's because of the, the sapphics. I mean... <laughs> Hootie is also wrong? wonderful oh, you said it! in this episode, in this episode, because he gets Lumity sure? together. You said uh, Hootie is wonderful. In this I don't episode, know yeah. if you've ever said that before. I know. I don't think I have. <laughs> uh, probably if I did, I would have been in this podcast because we were all happy that Hootie got Lumity together. No, this is like, I think this is uh, not that hot of a take in terms of this being number three, because it's uh, uh, the Lumity uh, confession episode. I think that people love that. The Ida mm-hmm. stuff is also fantastic with mm-hmm. Ida talking to the Owl Beast um i think minor notes that the collector parts of this episode i do not uh, gel with our version of the collector in the finale so that's a little weird to evaluate at the moment so we'll there, see how that there are, there was discourse about that after a podcast and people were theorizing that the um the the owl demon you know that is like Edith's curse like that's a that's a being that existed before her and maybe knew the collector in a previous life or something and it was the yeah. the owl's perception of the collector yeah, yeah that no, I think that's what yeah. happened for sure. Although yeah. it's hard to understand, but no, I just the collector just the, <laughs> the collector just comes across as as not like a, a weird kid, you know, in, just in a the, tall man yeah, or something. Yeah. yeah. So we'll see what happens, but uh, it's still the Ida content's fantastic, and I and I I, I love that uh, Ida plotline uh, d- d- accepting uh, her her curse and so appearances into Hootie's door. It's it's wonderful, and then the Lumity parts are also really wonderful. The only reason this isn't number one is. Um, I mean, I guess it's weird because it's like three vignettes and the King, the King stuff is slightly not as good, but King is also mm-hmm. great. But uh, that would be why it's uh, not higher, but still number three overall. It's uh, so, so good is uh, knocking on Hootie's door. That's very fair. Wow. I didn't expect that, but it does make sense now. <laughs> yeah, I think this is I would say the fandom consensus top episodes, Agony of the Wish, knock, knock, knocking on Hootie's door. So I, I genuinely forgot when I was writing my list that all the Edith stuff with the super cute little baby um demon owl happened in that episode yeah if i had remembered that i might not made it an honorable mention (laughs) the hindsight (laughs) is 2020 look you had to make room for huntlow that's fine i mean Uh, yeah somebody had to some that is true someone had to i don't think the other people here uh did but we'll maybe look maybe alex's top two will be huntlow yeah we'll we'll see any sport in a storm number (laughs) one episode of the show (laughs) that would be that'd be fun uh but michelle Time for your mm-hmm. number two. My number two is season two. I think I wrote some of these in the wrong number, so I'm not going to say oh. the number in case it's confusing. Season two, uh, the King's Tied Up. <laughs> the finale, finale, yes. Yes. Oh, my God. Um, there's a lot. Like, Bella's being, like, just, like, thinking, being too confident. Let's be real. Being too confident in himself and uh, too soon in the game to piss off Kikimura, which ended up being his ultimate undoing. Wow. Fabulous. Like, even his, like, burn when he's like, why don't you find a hole to go wither and die in? Just like, Jesus Christ, <laughs> Bellows. Like, I knew you were evil, but a savage. <laughs> How could you say that? 
I like King, like, and I think I said before, like, I, I didn't start off liking King a lot as a, a character in the show, but like, I, this was like the most satisfying episode for King. Like, you really f- felt his struggle up till now in terms of like his identity, the bombshell of like who he is, who his father was, being the last of his kind, like wanting to be helpful, but everyone wanting to protect him because he's a baby and important. And then him doing, like, the ultimate sacrifice, like, it made so much sense. And it was very, like, it was surprisingly poignant to me when it happened. Like, it was a huge move. But also, like, all the Bella stuff was crazy. And the collector's this neurotic kid. And, uh-oh. No, go. <laughs> Honey, you need to leave. <laughs> Just ignore my cat. Um the collector being like this chaotic child is such like a crazy choice. Like we kind of got that vibe when we could hear them like before they had a body, but like the onesie outfit they got was fantastic. And just like how cavalier they were about just destroying Bellos in a second and moving the sun. Like it's all, it's all crazy, but it's so good. It's just like, I think like finales can be really challenging, but they, they set up so many pieces really well leading up to it. And even if like, this is not what they initially planned on doing before the episode list got shorter, like, man, they really went out with a bang on the season. So like just hands down, like all, all of my respect and admiration and horror. And also like they didn't completely kill Bellows. I love that. I love that. He's a little piece of goop and maybe he's going to do something <laughs> in season three. That's crazy, but we, we get it. He's still going to be there and relevant. So very good. Deserves the second place, hands down. Okay, a lot of a lot of good thoughts. We're leaving the cat in. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> She's just gonna hear you. She's gonna jump up here. Oh no! Uh, is there? I guess who's the cat? I guess King is the cat. Of, he of the he Islands. does kind of look like a raccoon cat thing. A raccoon. Oh man. Yeah. Tanuki. Um, in terms of liking trash, I feel like that that. That he has that in common with raccoons. Okay. Does King like trash? So, so, yeah, I, I guess like he, he collects the I mean, Ido yeah. likes trash. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's yeah. yeah. more season one stuff, but yeah, that's true. Alex, you're number two. My number two is this is where Enchanting Gromfright lives. Wow. Uh, okay. The, yeah. Uh, um, obviously, this is the, uh, the top Lumity episode for me. Um, seeing. You know that um, Luce fi- you see Amity in in pain and wanting to figure out like how to help her and like her uh, attempts to help are initially kind of uh, clumsy, but eventually she figures out what's the whole Grom situation. And uh, obviously the the Lubity dance at the end is just so so amazing, and you get the reveal of of Amity's letter. Like there's so many like great Lumity moments in there, and it's also combined with like a little bit of like sprinkling and Luce's um, latent fears during this uh, during the first season as well, like not like uh, feeling guilt over escaping uh, Earth and her what her mom thinks about things. Like I think that's a nice added uh, added element in the episode as well. But and and then also like that the the ending of that episode too where you get the reveal of uh, somebody sending letters to to uh, Luce's mom too like there's there's a lot of stuff going on in this episode outside of Lumity but also Lumity is so so great in this episode and just uh, see uh, seeing it that that transit this feels like the transition from you know, like. 
initially like not knowing how to handle each other to like really getting close finally so uh the, the, this and the fact that it happened so early in the show is like still like so in- incredible to think about given the context of uh where we've gotten with queer representation up to this point that it happens in the middle of the season one is is so cool so yeah the, the this this is uh, i'm i'm guessing that this is a number one episode of a lot of people and i get why uh, i i think yeah, number two is still a very fine position for it yeah two's two's uh of course still very it, high. it's one away from one yeah how yes, one plus one. can you get yeah that's as, as close as you got yeah no definitely another fan favorite so uh we got enchanting ground for it for alex at number two uh my number two uh and i will say uh, my top three i believe is interchangeable so Ooh. i think you could put any of them in any order my number two is very high for this episode Clouds on the Horizon, as mentioned. Wow. By okay. This is the second to last episode of season two. Uh, but hot take is it's better than King's Tide. But again, King's Tide's grade is incomplete. So we'll, we'll find out. Uh, but uh, look, uh, this is, I love this episode. It's uh, so, a lot of stuff does come together very well in here. But you got the Lumity Kiss, which is everything. Uh, already up there on its own. But then this is also one of the best Amity episodes. And I'm a huge Amity stan. So uh, Amity uh, defying... Her mom, everything in the bubble is amazing, uh, and uh, which I know sounds weird out of context, but uh, if you watch the episode, and uh, just the the there's great Amity's Amity's parent stuff, even though there's not a ton of it, it, it is very good in this episode, and just uh, the whole uh, last uh, 15, 11 minutes or whatever is basically perfect. Uh, definitely some of the high points of of the All House. Uh, I love Clouds on the Horizon. Um, and uh, there you go, two limited episodes so far in my top three. So that's, uh, I guess, my unconventional choice for my top three. But let's get to our number ones. Not that there may be that much of a surprise. We'll find out. Not because of you. I spoiled your Michelle's number one. Going in the background <laughs> now. I didn't actually know it'd be number one. I just I could tell it would be high at some point. I figured it out. Yeah, you did figure it out. It it it's season two, episode sixteen, Hollow Mine. Oh my god, this is the best thing in the world. I love this episode. It's just like what a pairing. Luce and Hunter are gonna go to Bell's mind, like which is great because you have like Luce being all sus about everything and Hunter being like in like the most extreme denial that anything is wrong here and that Bell's isn't his great best uncle bro ever. And, like, them starting out in his fake mind and seeing all the memories. And then, like, they go to his creepy inner meta mind, his inception mind in the basement of his head. And, like, just all all of the slashed out portraits and the just, like, the the, the murder and all the towns and just seeing the, the, the palace. Like, like, every, it, like, it explains everything except for the stuff <laughs> As it explained, which is mostly the brother stuff, but it like gives you all the pieces to kind of put together a rough summation of what has happened and, and all of Bellos's reasoning, so that even when we get confirmation on certain things in the finale, we don't we don't necessarily need it because we figured it out in Hollow Mind. It's so good, like it's so it's so like sad and creepy and devastating. Like, both for Hunter and Luz for separate reasons. And just, like, we all knew that Bellos and Philip at this point were the same person. But just, like, seeing Luz go through that again 
is a lot, and she's having a hard time with that. And Bells is just such a smug <laughs> little man about it. And it's just, ah, uh, they thought they were helping the right one, but that was the sneaky one all along. Like, that's very in line with Bells' character. Just, like, all the murdered and failed Grimwalkers. Like, again, like, trying to count all those masks, very fun for me. I wasn't right <laughs> about how many there were, but it's a very fun exercise anyway. And that's just, it's such a perfect episode to me. Like, such a good combination of lore and stakes and just, like, the creepiest character, in my opinion. And just, like, Hollow Mind is an amazing title. Yeah, not all of them are great. But that is such a winner when you mm. think about what it means, like, Bellos's hollow mind and what kind of person he must be for that to be his mindscape, right? Like the delusions are off the charts, but the fake one on top and the creepy dust mint murder graveyard one deep inside of him. Like, and that's the real him. And it's just like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. I love this episode. It's number one for sure. Wow, you convinced me, Michelle, that Hollow Mind is the best title. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I got so excited for it. And then you took it all away. No, no, that's a great title. It is the best title. It is the best title. No, honestly, that's like I'll the only it. good title among the one we've I mean, I think Agony of a Witch is a, a good title, but Hollow yeah. Mind just feels like more like metaphorical, but also literal, you know? That's what's good about it. At least halfway, I got you halfway. I'll take it. Yeah, halfway, yeah. It, no, it's the, like, lore climax of the season. Yes, it's, it it's, is. It's so hype. I mean, we were so, we were so excited. It, it, it's the best episode to put clues together. Truly nothing was more fun than when we finally got the high-res images of all those portraits, and we went through one by one and placed them in sequential order and figured out what went down. Mm. Like, like, the, like the best fandom episode. Oh, too. good. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Like, ten times better than the Grimwalker book reveal. A million times better. Because just more was at stake. There are more pieces to play with. Like, it was absolutely superb and, and painstakingly done, I imagine, by the part of the crew people. But, like, man, the payoff was phenomenal. So, good job. Good job, number one forever. Okay. Number one forever on Michelle's list. You yep. heard it here. The specials. Can't be number one. No, they can't. Unless it's a whole special spells. But that would be... They really should. I I mean, I don't know if that's fair to Huntlow and Lumity and... uh, Huntlow's the first thing you list as it's not fair to. (laughs) What is the name of Eden Range ship? Is it Raida? That's not a very sexy name, but I guess I'll take it. (laughs) Okay, sorry. I mean, Lumity, then Raida, then Huntlow. Right, like oh, the priority uh, order. No, that's not the priority list. Yeah, hot load, then Raida, then Lumity. I mean, this is a blazing hot take, but uh, well, cause, like, cause Lumity, in terms like, of the fandom, I guess they agree with you because the fandom likes their new toys. Yes, that's what I'm. Saying. You like your, you like the, the new more toys. Expectation yeah. and anticipation of what if the more excitement. Like Lumity's settled and happy, and they're dating. Not Lumity exciting got anymore. Yeah, the old now we make room for the new ones until they get married in the flash forward in the last special. I mean, I, I, man, I bet Lucy's going to have a really cool ponytail by the time that happens. Oh, yeah. Is she going to keep the ponytail? That's the real question. Okay. But it's time for Alex's number one, and he has not yet mentioned King's Tide. We'll see if if it's this. (laughs) It's not on his list. That'd be so crazy. I'd be so impressed. For a really random episode. Yeah, you should. You should, though. How? Like, who needs moving hassle? Number one. Uh, no, like, assuming for recency bias, but, like, I put King's Tide here. Like, it's a really good conclusion to the season and to the show as we know it. Um, I want to say, like, I'm, 
as I'm watching Owl House, I'm not as invested in the lore stuff as I think you two are. So, like, the fact that, like, the stuff isn't complete for me, like, doesn't really bother me at all. Like, I'm kind of happy with where we're at at the end of that episode. Like, I feel there's just enough for me to be like, okay, I know what things you could do for a season three. But also, I feel like a lot of stuff got talked about. So, I, I had a fun time with that. And then, like, just, like, the action stuff of Luke. Of Luce confronting uh, Be- uh, Bellos and then all her friends uh, coming to help out. The King stuff in this episode is is really good. There's that moment at the beginning of the episode that's like kind of a quiet moment where like well, uh, he he's in Willow's arms and like seeing everybody squabbling and then like Willow does her uh, like does her thing with the palismans of getting them to cal- to calm down by eating and angry. Yeah. yeah and Willow's like you can find like your own way to help help people sometimes like it's like a weird like for a finale that felt like a really interesting way to start it off like it, it felt a lot quieter than you would expect given all the action in the in the previous uh, episode in clouds on the horizon but and then like it obviously ramps up you get some nice uh um rain eat up stuff even though like we we i i do feel robbed that we didn't get a kiss there like I especially lilith butting in <laughs> while they're talking but like it's still very nice to see that their interactions during the uh, during the episode and you you get you get stuck in like a weird place where you're like you don't know for sure like what Raiden and Ida's um fates are like once everything is said and done and like obviously you get the dramatic uh, separation of loose and loose and king uh, everybody's in the human world and most importantly the reason it's number one is because there's a uh, Anne from amphibia uh, in, <laughs> on the newspaper in in uh, at the when we see loose's mom so uh, any amphibia connection immediately leaps the episode to number one so king's time great 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 episode the possibility that a special could overtake it uh, there's obviously a lot of room to go, but right now, uh, this is my this was my favorite experience um, watching. Maybe because it's freshest in my mind. Maybe like maybe Enchanting Ground Fright could jump it at some point when all is said and done. But like right now, King's Tide is what I would say is my favorite episode. I thought you were going to rank King's Tide as an amphibia episode because Anne's in there. Well, it, I mean, it's... I guess you could try to do that, but it wouldn't be <laughs> yeah, much no, of not an gonna... amphibia. Yeah, now I got to look at the pictures to see where it slots in. <laughs> Look, I think it counts. Uh, but no, that's a great choice from Alex. I think I bet if we polled the fans, I think ma- majority would have King's Tide at number one. That's my prediction. So I think you're totally on the on the ball with uh, not not out there at all. Um, I think Hollow Mine would be on some people's list as well. Um, but my number one, uh, mm. I, don't, I don't know if we know what it is. I mean, I, how I many episodes are left? I don't even know. Yeah, there's not that many lists. Yeah. My number one is Enchanting Grom Frights. Oh, yay. Yeah. So, uh, we've look, we've talked about this. Uh, it's, it's, I, I don't think if I was going to try to rank pure objective quality of every minute of the episode, this is the best Owl House episode. I think there's some flaws with it. The reason you're, you're why like the Gus King plotline of that, right? Movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it's a little, it's it's very fast. Um, but on the other end, fast is good. Uh, the reason why I this stands out to me when I'm looking at this clouds on the horizon, knock 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 on Hootie's door, which are also the three big Lumity episodes. But you know, that's not how I'm ranking. It's also just the three best episodes of the show. Uh, is the reason this why this stands out as number one is I think this is Owl House's iconic episode. Like I think if I think Owl House, I think Enchanting Grom Fright. 
So I just I think this is the show's mo- most memorable content. Its biggest moments are the dance and the unfurling of the letter. I, I you know I think it's just so iconic. So like my top ten is it number one best? I don't know. Is it number one iconic? Yes. Is it number one favorite? Yes. So I think that's why kind of averages out to being my my top episode. Um. Yeah, I just I think this is this is the 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 the, the highlight of of the Alice. The Lumity is so amazing. It's just uh, this is the most exciting I've been. I mean, season two is also so amazing, but you know, just the the season one late season one experience of going from like shipping Lumity at the beginning, people aren't actually expecting it to happen, to it ramping up, and then actually it's canon in season one. So that's the that's the best as as a fan. Like I loved I loved going through that. So. Um, season one gets into my number one spot, despite, uh, for sure season two being stronger overall, but, uh, we'll, and I, I will say I totally room for the specials too, to get up there on my list because, um, you know, I think these are all, uh, really, really great, not necessarily flawless episodes, uh, Owl House kind of quantity over high points. Um, but there you go. We have three, three different number ones. That's very fun. There you go. So, yeah. We did it. Uh, any honorable mentions, uh, left, Michelle, or any thoughts on no. hearing all of our lists? Honorable mentions. I am, upon reflection, I'm kind of like, I, I was so focused on Hot Lou, I did neglect Hootie a little bit. But again, <laughs> like, it's really hard to remember what he did in, like, which episode, unless it was, like, a really specific thing. So, I mean, whatever episode it was that he beat up all Lilith's guards in season one, like, that's a highlight. But I don't remember which episode that was. That was a great moment. Stuff like that. I, I would rank higher if I had to do this again. But as of now, I refuse to change it. I think it's perfect. The end. Okay. Refuse to change it. <laughs> there yeah. you go. Uh, Alex. Um, the only honorable mention that we didn't hit on, uh, I, I had separate tides in there, the season two premiere. Um, I just like the, uh, you know, taking loose out of the bo- uh, boiling aisles and onto the ship. And um, I don't remember, like, much specifically about it, but I, I just felt like it, it set a good tone for, like, recovering from the season one finale. And I feel like everyone else in that episode is also kind of recovering. Uh, Lilith is also, like, kind of, like, licking her wounds in that episode, too. So um, that, that, that's one that I, I think does a decent job of uh, bringing you... After after season one happened, that, that felt like a good um, easing you back into the world kind of episode that I appreciated. Um, so that, that's an honorable mention that didn't uh, get mentioned here. Uh, overall, um, I think that uh, Isle House does a really good job of uh, setting up um, character arcs and giving them very satisfying conclusions at the season finales. Like, I feel like I, I ranked the season finales in next to last episodes of both seasons pretty highly. Um, so I, 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 that's always what you want out of a show, right? The, like, it, it, build, it builds up and pays off. And I think Owl House has done that in back-to-back seasons. And knowing that uh, season three, I'm very excited to see what they uh, managed to do with the limited uh, time that they, that they got. So I'm, I'm, very, I'm uh, very happy with the show so far, and I, I want to see how they decide to tie this all up. Nice. Uh, my my honorable mentions most mentioned already. Convention. Uh, Lost Ooh. in language was not mentioned. This was the Lumity Library episode in season one. That yeah, one, that, that one's nice, but there's no Willow in it, unfortunately. <laughs> or it would have maybe maybe made 
<laughs> I did not. I did not have Hanlo or Willow as a criteria, but uh, yeah, was it's kind of weird that there's no Willow in that because it's like yeah. a school episode. Anyway, it's an early yeah. She one. loves school. No, just kidding. She probably likes it a normal amount. Well, Willow's in convention. Okay, and I have Understanding Willow and my honorable mentions. Uh, Wing It Like Witches was my number 11, so just missed. Uh, another iconic iconic Lumity episode. Agony of the Witch we talked about. Uh, Reaching Out has not been mentioned. Another Lumity episode. This is the oh, uh, the duels good. one in season two. Uh, with oh, uh, yeah. Loses uh, Dad Passed Away. Great Lumity moments by the Grom Tree. Um, so easily could have been on my list. Really good one. And Hollow Mind. So there are honorable mentions but oh. there's even more than that honestly wait hollow mind was an honorable mention yeah it didn't even wow. make my list is that offensive is that offensive um, no it's not offensive it's your list but also with someone so hyped for lore that's a little scandalous i know i i do have a hard time evaluating it because it's like it's the payoff how much yeah. is the hype for the lore how much is the quality but also like who cares about quality but you know it's like it's one of those <laughs> so it's a little hard to determine but again it's it, it easily could have been like eight to ten on my list so they're all basically the same Okay, uh, there is our Owl House list. We are at about hour <laughs> 20, oh, a little dying. over hour 20. We're going to take a break, but should there be a separate podcast? We have to make the call right now. Should we break this off into a separate podcast? I think for the sanity of the listeners, yeah, if it's going to be three yeah. hours long, that's, that's a, a lot. I think it, it'll, it'll be probably in, shorter. It'll leave them in suspense. And not okay. me. No, not not me and Amphibia. No, it'll be long. <laughs> Well, we, you know, we said, I guess if we do break into a separate podcast, I have to set up everything again. So, uh, that's, that, not that's so bad, right? Yeah. No, I mean, that was why I'd be sure, just because we went through the whole stuff in the meeting. But I'll say refer to this other one. Okay. We'll break it off. I'll probably release both at once and then you can, uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, but that, that'll, yeah. So there you go. We're uh, coming up <laughs> is the Amphibia podcast. I hope you didn't listen to that one first. Yeah, you better if you not. did, that, you probably yeah. got spoiled on these lists. We're totally going to talk about our Owl House list during the Amphibia podcast. So. <laughs> Um, I know I'm uh, warning you at the end of this one, so that wasn't helpful. But there you go. <laughs> again, okay. if we release this one first, then they won't get confused. Uh, yeah, we'll see. Maybe, maybe back to I don't know. I, I, okay, we'll 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 figure it out. So there you go. That's it for Al Hustle. Let us know what your lists are. Check the description for our list. Uh, you can uh, yeah, overlyanimated.com. Click on that. Uh, you leave us comments on YouTube. Support us via Patreon at Patreon.com/slash overlyanimated. Thanks to our current patrons, especially our patron the podcast, Cat Sass, and thanks to our patron executive producers Steve, Michael, and Phonician. Coming up, coming up next coming up on Overly next. Animated. Insert the clip here. Okay, wasn't that exciting? So that's what's coming up on. Uh, <laughs> I'm I'm not actually putting it. <laughs> I was like, wait, is this some kind of editing magic that's going to happen? That's I know. We should, just, right we should now? just chant tales, tales, tales. And put Don't that spoil my list, Alex. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, we're. I, I bet <laughs> we're going to have some wacky crazy. picks coming up on yeah. Amphibious, So That's why I want to have energy for it. Okay, so uh, we will uh, see you guys on that podcast. Thanks for listening. Bye. 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 Stay tuned. <laughs>